720 WGN, Marty Shore, managing editor of The Takeout, is with us again. Always love hearing from you, Marty. And we're going to, we're not going to Alice's restaurant, but we're going to some other ones. A very interesting article here. These restaurants earn the most money at each location. Two times tonight, Marty, I've tried to explain what this is, and I fall flat on my face. So, will you please... Please, Marty, take over and help me clear the air of what this thing is really about. Of course. Uh, Yes. So we're talking about estimated sales per unit. Mm -hmm. And that is just an overly complex way of talking about the amount of money that each restaurant's individual locations make rather than the total system-wide sales that they might make in a year. So it's very particular looking at how profitable is each location of a chain restaurant versus the chain as a whole. And this only applies to chain restaurants then, or no? I mean, could you apply this methodology to any restaurant? It certainly applies to a wide range of, you know, not only fast food, but also, uh, you know, nice steakhouses, sit-down places, and um, expensive restaurants too. Right. So, what do you know what the methodology is to try to come to these conclusions to uh, parcel out the individual locations of the uh, of the chains? Yeah, it's imperfect and it is not an exact science. But mm-hmm. um, one broad way that this is calculated is to just take total system sales in a given year for the entire yeah. restaurant and right. divide it by the number of locations. Obviously, that's not perfect because right. some locations are going to be way more profitable than others um, or just, you know, see a lot more foot traffic than others. Yeah. But it's a good metric to see, you know, it, it helps restaurants determine whether they should open more units or not. Mm. So based on sales per unit, I there's a top, what, a top 10 that you have? Mm-hmm. Can you run down the top 10 starting at 10? Because I see some familiar names here. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So first to talk about like the top restaurants in America, period, by sales. You know, that's your McDonald's, Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, things like that. Right. But when we're talking about the amount of money made at each unit, the top 10 from 10 to 1 go Maggiano's, Portillo's, Yard House, Lazy Dog, the Capitol Grill, Eddie V's Steakhouse, Fogo de Chao, Cooper's Hawk, Ocean Prime, and the Cheesecake, Cheesecake Factory, Factory at number one. <laughs> now, it's been a while since I've roamed around the restaurants downtown, but we certainly, Chicago has a Maggiano's, the last time I looked, certainly a Portillo's. That's legendary. Uh, I remember there was a, I'm pretty sure it was a Capitol Grill that was at the corner of, um, uh, can't remember exactly. It was near, across the street from Harry Carey's restaurant, I think. Anyway, um, Mm -hmm. and I know there used to be a Cheesecake Factory, like, uh, near the, uh, Hancock Center. I don't know if it's there anymore. Um, but like I say. in the Hancock Center. Could be. It was, um, underneath it. And yes. I don't know if it's still there or not. Yeah. So, what? Are, let's see. What are the numbers? So, this. So, Maggiano's Little Italy at number ten. It has a figure of eight point one million next to it. Right, and that's but, 
per unit. <laughs> per not per restaurant. Per restaurant, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, the number of units, the very technical term, or outlets, or locations, or restaurants, and um, yeah. So, Magianos is at, comes in at ten with eight point one million dollars in twenty twenty two. But that doesn't break down, at least in this article, which Magiano restaurant does is doing better business than another Magiano restaurant. Because I thought the idea was exactly you take a chain and try to parse out which ones are performing and how well they're performing, right? So that $8.3 million, um, is a number that applies to, they've averaged out for all of them. Is that what I'm getting? Or am I just totally Exactly. Ignorant? It's never going to tell the story of, (laughs) it's never going to tell the full story of how an individual location is performing, but it does show how lucrative these outlets can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That just makes it all the more impressive that Portillo's is on the list alongside these heavy hitters like the Capitol Grill and, you know, Cooper's Hawk and even the Cheesecake Factory. You know, a lot of these I don't know, not a lot. Can you t- fill me in if I give you a name? Can you tell me what kind of restaurant it is? Almost always. There's like one or two on here that are very uh, abstract to me, but just what, go ahead and try. <laughs> what's a yard, what, who, yard house? Oh, I'm glad you asked about that one because I actually love yard house. <laughs> what is it? Um, there used to be one in the new city complex at uh, around North and Clybourne. Yeah. Um. And it's it's a Darden restaurant. It's known for it, that's um you know they do a lot of big restaurants. Think like Olive Garden style stuff, and um, they do pub food and they do tons and tons of beer. So they brag about <laughs> how many hundreds of beer they have on gotcha. staff. So it's a fun um, place to go. You know, um, would that yard be in a? This just popped in my head. A yard of beer. There used to be a restaurant chain in Michigan. Win Schuler's, I think was the name of it. And you could go in. I remember going in when I turned 21 and ordering a yard of beer. And what it was. Yes, that's, that's the name of it. That's yeah, why they got the name. Yeah, what it was was literally a glass, for lack of a better term, that was literally a yard long. And it came to you uh, with its own wooden stand. So you would have the... Uh, top of the yard of ale, um, sort of put into an opening on the top, and then the rest of the yard of ale would rest on the wooden stand, and then you'd take it out of the stand, and then you had to pick it up, okay? We're talking a yard of ale, and <laughs> lift it up, which was fine if you were like, oh, no, no, until you got like 80% through, right? Then you're like, really, really putting this yard of ale up? And, well, I don't need to tell you. But it was a lot of fun. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) What about the lazy dog? Now, that's the one on this list that I know the least out of all of them. Um, But it's been around for 20 years. Hmm. And there are 40 locations. Um, And they're kind of scattered around there are Illinois locations, but not many, and I don't mm-hmm. believe they're in Chicago proper. Yeah. Um, but it uh, it's just kind of one of those 
restaurants that becomes popular because there's something for everybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of a broad menu. Yeah. Well, this Cheesecake Factory figure of $12.6 million, that's incredible, isn't it? I mean, that's a lot, <laughs> needless to say. It really is. And we don't have specific data on what's contributing to that, but we have some guesses. You know, the Cheesecake Factory, the portions are huge, which means right. the prices can be big, too. Um, right. And, you know, they, they kind of have you conceive of it as, two meals in a way you take a lot home with you, but then you also tack on a slice of cheesecake and that's another $12. You know, (laughs) these, these cheesecake slices are like between nine and $13 each. And in my experience, everyone at the table gets their own. You don't share them. (laughs) Right. Well, Marnie, thank you. You can see more of this. You can get the whole picture at the takeout.com slash top restaurants in America by sales per location. Uh, written by Marnie Schur, who's been with us and uh, shed a lot of light on restaurants and how they work and what the, you know, and I'm going to go get a, I got to go to the yard house. Thanks, Marnie.